0: hi and welcome to the inner work the podcast with me steve barker let's explore and unpack the inner workings of our subconscious and conscious minds where we will dive deep into our inner world where we'll create space by giving ourselves permission to press the pause button on life let's share this journey together as we discover what makes us tick seeking out new perspective, insights and strategies that will make our lives easier and our relationships even more meaningful and fulfilling. Join me now as we journey through the amazing world of human behaviour. Let's bring some curiosity, wonderment and a massive dose of fun and unlock our hidden potential for exploring this inner work. Today and welcome to season two episode three of the inner Work the podcast with me Steve Barker how are you thank you very much once again for joining me so today I thought we'd start to explore clicks clicks within the workplace click within within groups and even within family areas so The reason why I thought I'd choose this subject is because I had a business uh, reach out to me just the other day and say to me, Steve, we've got some clicks going on here in our work and I'm not quite sure uh, what to do about them. And I thought this would be a great topic to start to unpack and explore because I've certainly experienced these sort of clicks at work before. Um, They can be toxic. They can um, destroy cultures they can destroy individuals, they ruin the team aspect, they can damage the business and yet they seem so powerful. Why is this? So that's what I want to explore today and I'm sure you've experienced it as well where perhaps you feel that you just don't fit in, that something, you know, you're just not in with the the right, the cool kids as it were and it can be quite intimidating. It can be um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, the word toxic keeps coming up. It's a strong word, I know, but um, it can be feel like that and it, it isolates people. It makes people feel that they're not good enough. It undermines the, the group ethic because it's almost like there's a, a battle for the leadership going on. And this is where it really starts to, to, to shine through. <clears throat> now, it's difficult to address because... Generally, there's more than one person involved. Nine times out of ten, there's like one key person, but it's normally involving sort of three or four other people. And one of the things that causes the click to start, the formation of the click, is that one person or two or three people do not feel safe. They don't feel secure. They don't feel that they are good enough or that they fit in. Now, like many of these things, this is a subconscious feeling. They don't really notice that it's happening, but what they do is they gather around other people who have the same feelings or express themselves in a similar way. This is the the human behavioral model of like attracting like. So they'll, they'll start to gather together. And what we start to notice then is that they will discuss and chatter about how they feel. And as they, they discuss and chatter, what they do is they share shared experiences, because this is how we create connection by sharing shared experiences. Have we got something mutual in common? This is how friendships happen, you know, and this is how we've been socializing for many, many years. So there's nothing wrong with this. The thing that's in common here is that they all have the same perception that somebody's ganging up against them or that they're being victimized or that they're being taken advantage of or that things aren't being done in the correct way or that they know better. Um, And what we start to see is, is this movement happening, this click happening. And it can become quite powerful quite quickly and it can be quite damaging. And if it's not nipped in the bud, and I did a, you know, the, the first podcast of this year was around nipping it in the bud. If actions aren't taken immediately, then it can get out of control really rather quickly. So I mentioned that it's because people fear fearful, <clears throat> and this is borne out in. Um, I've already mentioned one of, one human behavioural model, like attracts like, but it's also borne out in four other human behavioural models, and these are evidence, fact based models of human behavior this has been proven over and over and over again now the first element of this is the six core needs of human beings so we all feel the need to be significant we all have the need to feel that we are connected and that's where these two needs are met within the click they want significance and they want to feel connections this is why they they I wouldn't say actively recruit, but they, they attract other people, other people just like themselves. So that's their common core, core connection. That's where they, they fit in. And they then go, oh, okay, cool. I've now got connection. And then when they start talking about the um, elements that they're not happy with, <clears throat> this is where we start to see the significance. Cause they go, oh yeah, you're right. No, you're right. No, yes, definitely. You're right. No, you're spot on. Yes, yes. And they, start feeding each other with the significance. Now, like I say, these are the six core needs of human beings. We've got the need for certainty and uncertainty, the need for significance and connection. These are the two that we're talking about, significance and connection. So these are core needs. And then the final two are the need for growth and contribution. Those are the needs of the spirit. So we've got the, the needs of the human being, and that's one of the models there. And that's what I mentioned with regards to them wanting significance and wanting connection then we've got the seven elements of evolution now the, the seven elements of evolution really are how we move through life how we um how how we, we 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 progress through things and we've all done this we've all been through these layers over and over and over again now the the first layer is the trust which is the um almost caveman level so this is where we are at our our most vulnerable and it's a case of right well i'm just going to do whatever i need to do to be able to survive then as we move up through the levels of evolution we get to relatability now this level here the second level is the tribe mentality where we've moved from being a a lone caveman or a cave woman out on our own where we've come together as a tribe and this is where the click comes in so if we start to see the click as a tribe we can see that there's safety there and again, this is where it relates back to the fear. Because, you know, if we, if we go back just a step to the six core needs of the human being, we see that fear, we want significance, we want connection. So if we get significance, we get connection, the fear eases. In the tribal element of the seven levels of evolution relatability, what we see here is that there's safety in numbers. So again, it's borne out that there is a fear-based behavior going on. Now, the other levels of unique of the evolution scale are uniqueness, which is where we start to move away from the tribe and we start to be a little bit more independent. We have to have structure and stability. That's the fourth level to be able to have that uniqueness. We need to have tenacity because we're out on our own. That's the fifth element. Then we have meaning and go, oh, god, yeah, oh, I've done this before. And yeah, I start to see how it all works because we're now standing a little bit a level higher so we can see how all of it starts to come together. And then we have evolution. Those are the seven levels of evolution. but. People get stuck in level two. Now, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. What I'm saying is this is the reason why we have cliques, because people feel safe in a tribe. It's this tribal mentality. Then, if we were to go and have a look at this and explore this even further into human behavior, we have the six needs of the ego. Now, again, the ego is there to keep us safe. I've spoken about this before. The ego is there to keep us safe as... a As an entity as a human being as an individual so this is where the click really starts to thrive because some of the needs of the ego such as the need to justify the need to judge the need to look good the need to know the need to get even all play out these all play out within the click so they want to know what's going on they need to know what's going on they need more information so by coming together they can gather more information they justify their behavior because they feel that they're right which is the need to be right they also want to look good remember if we're fearful we hide behind a mask so it's much easier to do that in a group than it is in, as an individual and if you've got like-minded people around you then we start to see this panning out and then we've got the final Element of human behavior, which is the three universal fears. Now, a lot of things in life can come back to the three universal fears. We have the fear of not connecting, the fear of disconnection. That's the first fear. Then we have the fear of being judged, seen as a fake or a fraud or not being good enough. Which ultimately, if those two play out, then we also have the fear of not being lovable. Now, again, I've I've spoken about these in greater detail, but it's really just being able to understand that a click is based around a fear now if we can understand that if we and i 've given you you know four no sorry five human behavioral models where this is 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 panned out and I'm kind of really skimming over it because this is just a podcast. You know, if you wanted to go deeper on this, then please reach out. Let's have a chat about it because there are always um, unique circumstances for clicks and happening either in workplaces, in teams, in groups, in organizations, even in families, which need to be explored further. So this is just a general sort of overview, but it's because the people in the click don't feel safe. So it's a fear based behavior. Now, if we can understand that, if we can understand that this is a fear based behavior, then the antidote, the ability to be able to dissolve the click lies in being able to create a safe, inclusive, tolerant environment. Now, this is something that's going to have to be done over a period of time. This isn't a quick fix. This isn't like you know, pouring water on an aspirin and watching it dissolve. This is going to take a little bit more time. So what we've got to be able to do is to to positively engage with these people to help them feel safe to feel included, to feel that they are a valuable part of the team, and that what they say is of value to the people around them, I'm not saying that it's right but it's of value. now the other thing that we can start to do is to explore their grievances, because the clicks come together because they felt unsafe. They felt that they hadn't been heard or that they're not valued. So we need to to work out what it is that they feel unsafe around. And this can be done through coaching. This can be done through um, counselling in all manner of different ways. But if we can understand what the fear is, then we can start to address that. And we can also then start to look at the beliefs of the click. What's, what's the belief system that's supporting the click? And then when we can start to unpack all of that, and we can start to bring these people out of their click and more into the mainstream and recognise that those around them actually, are you actually know, just normal human beings like themselves and that they've all got fears as well, Then it starts to normalize some of the fears that they have which reduces the impact it doesn't dissolve or remove the fear completely it reduces the impact that it has upon it now i'm fully aware because i've experienced this myself over and over and over again how clicks can um turn people against each other how it can turn one element of the workplace against another element of the workplace and once that trust is has been broken it's very difficult to rebuild so yeah this is why it's best if you can nip it in the bud and the concept behind it as i say is a fear based behavior and when we can break it down into its component parts and like i say i am going broad spectrum here there will be unique circumstances to every situation with every click but we need to be able to understand that so but what we can do is look at the overarching element with which is fear and we create a safe environment for them and we start to prove that they are a valuable asset to the business and another thing to bring into this is that no one person is bigger than the business and this could be you know the, the, the difference between taking the tough line and taking the the coaching mentoring line now when i work with with other leaders when i work with other business owners uh when i work with other team captains uh one of the things that i explain is the 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 scale of intensity probably the best way to be able to describe it so we always start off small and we always start off trying to be as um engaging and as helpful as empathetic as possible you know there's a a great phrase we first um what is it um first we need to understand before we need to be understood so we need to understand what's going on however there comes a time in a leader's role where perhaps we have to step things up a little bit and we have to become a little bit harder and a little bit clearer because maybe the other person isn't getting the message and this is where we then start to step it up and we go okay i've heard your grievances however this is the way that this is the system this is the structure this is the way that we do it here now i understand that you've got different views different beliefs and you've probably worked in different environments where you've done it differently however this is the standard of abc business this is how we do it and this is the way that we feel works the best and yes we've heard what you got to say about the matter and we've explored implementing it and we still think that the way that we do it is the best way and if you want to be part of this team then you need to do it this way and this is where we get into that performance management. So we're going into the, a, you know, the ABC way of doing it. This is the way that we're going to do it. And you're either on board or you're not on board. Now, we're happy to help you, train you, mentor you, coach you, guide you, do everything we can to get you to follow the ABC way of doing it. But if you're going to continue to be disruptive, then I don't think there's a place for you at Company ABC. What do you think? And by being able to have that conversation... You put it clearly on the line that it's a case of fall into line or move on. Either way, we don't care. And it's not that we don't care. It's just that we, you know, we haven't got time to mess around. So when you, when you're looking at a click, first of all, we go in and we do it softly, softly, you know, this is the free ease to, um, conflict management. Explain, explain why we're having a conversation, explore. And we need to really, really explore it and then empower. How do we help the people move towards the way that we want to be able to do it? I mean, you never know when you're going through the explore element of the click. They might have a better way of doing it. They might have come up with a better way of doing it. And because maybe us as leaders have got our blinkers on and we've got our fixed mindset, then it must be done the ABC way because that's how it's always been done. Perhaps we need to explore as well. The ability for us to be able to go, hmm, okay, well, maybe, maybe, maybe there is some some legs in this. Let's explore this a little bit further, you know. So you know, there, there could be things in it, but it's got to be done with grace and humility, not with that. Oh, I told you, so you should have listened to us. We're much better than you. None of that. We got to we got to move away from that. So the principle behind this podcast really was to explore the click and why it forms. It's not really about being able to deal with it. I've given you a concept that it's behind fear. So creating a safe work environment. How do you do that? Again, like I say, that's an individualistic. Is that even a word? It is now. (laughs) Uh, It's an individual problem for each workplace, but it can be resolved. That's what I do. That's that's the sort of thing that I do. I come in and I resolve these sort of problems. But what I'm saying is that to be able to explore the concept of, the fundamental stages of why a click comes together. And what keeps it going and what empowers it is fear. So, look, I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on this. This is a big topic. It's a massive topic. And um, like I say, I've, I've only skimmed across the surface. But when we can understand human behavior, and this is how this ties in with the inner work, because this is understanding the human behavior. This is being able to look at what is actually happening and being able to break this down into its concept elements by using models of human behavior. This is what the inner work is all about. If you understand human behavior, if you understand the model, it's a little bit like being able to decode or unlock the matrix so that you can see the underlying workings and get to the root problem. And if you can understand, if you do the inner work, if, if, if you're looking at either doing the inner work as an individual or as a leader, this is where it becomes powerful. Because when I was talking with um, the business owner the other day, and they were talking about a click, and they were explaining to me what was going on, I was able to quickly decode fear, 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 fear. And I was using multiple Models of human behaviour to ensure that what I was hearing was what my thought pattern. It, it supported it. The evidence was there, and um, this is why you yeah, know you need to do the inner work. It's the, that's the bottom line. If you if you are really interested in becoming a high High, high, high level leader, or even just becoming the, the very best version of yourself, becoming you know, a high functioning human being who doesn't get stressed and doesn't have buttons to press and can live life on their terms. This is the importance of doing the inner work because you can decode problems like this pretty quickly. So, look, like I say, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. I'd love to hear what your um, ideas are, what your experiences are. Maybe you've been, you know, victim of a click. Maybe you've been involved in a click. Maybe you have clicks within your business or within your family or even within your friendship network. Please reach out and share with me through the comments. Or if you don't want to share in the comments, you know, message me. Send me a message via my Facebook page, IamEnoughCoaching.com, dot com, or um, sorry, that was my website. <laughs> yeah, send it to the a website, or send it via my Facebook page, I Am Enough Coaching. There's lots of different ways that you can reach out to me and share. I'd love to explore this. I'd love to hear your your thoughts and experiences around it because that just gives me again more perspective, more ideas, more insights. So uh, you know, you never know. Even through our conversation, I might be able to, uh, if you are experiencing this and you're suffering with it, how you could move forward with it. So look, it's been wonderful talking to you again. Um, I'll be back again with another episode from The Inner Work in a week's time. But for now, wherever you are in the world, whatever it is you're up to, stay safe, look after yourself and have fun. Take care. Toodaloo. Bye. Thank you for joining me and taking the time to listen to this episode of The Inner Work, the podcast. I trust you found this enjoyable, interesting and thought-provoking. The next step is to bring your conscious awareness to this new perspective and way of thinking and then apply it to your day-to-day life. As you listen to more Inner Work podcasts and apply them, you will notice subtle yet powerful things changing in your life. If you're already noticing this, I would really encourage you to share these podcasts with your friends and family so that they too may start the journey of the Inner Work. Please subscribe to these podcasts so that you don't miss out on the next episodes. And whatever platform you're listening to them on, please either leave a review or pop onto my Facebook page, I Am Enough Coaching, and share your experiences. Until the next episode, wherever you are in the world, take care and keep doing the inner work. Toodoro.